Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Three and Hank Potts from Barclays Private Bank is sitting in front of me. Good morning, Hank. Good morning. It's nice to be in the studio with it's you. It's lovely to do it face to face, isn't it? Um, can we start with the inflation numbers that we're expecting uh, today? They're pretty people will be watching them very carefully. They will be watching them very carefully. We always knew during the course of this year that the inflation trajectory would be a really important driver of activity sentiment and, of course, the path of policy. What we have been seeing is price pressures moderating. Progress has certainly been slower probably than we would have anticipated, but um, hopefully we'll see further evidence of that coming through. Price pressures are now starting to benefit from base effects, those year-on-year comparisons. What, what do you mean by base effects? In other words, kind of, is the oil spike, is that kind of weaning its way out of the system now? I think so, because you remember you're comparing year-on-year, year, so yeah. that's where you start to see it shining through. Higher interest rates will lead to a further moderation in terms of demand. Labour markets are starting to look in better balance around the world. Participation rates are starting to normalise. More women are coming back into the workforce. That's taking some of the heat out of wage inflation. As you quite rightly say, commodity prices have stabilised. If you look at crude, it's around $73 a barrel today, which is half of where we were back in February 2022. So when you look at Eurozone inflation, I think when we get the uh, the, the number tomorrow, we'll get 5.6% compared to the 6.1% in terms of the, the April reading. And that would still be way too high, I'm sure, for Christine Lagarde and her cohorts uh, in the European Central Bank. She's, she was speaking at a conference in Portugal and a lot of the central bankers are in this conference in Sintra. Yeah. Uh, and she basically said that another rate hike next month is nailed on in the ECB. Yeah, the European Central Bank have been aggressive in terms of ratcheting up interest rates. They haven't been in a position yet to declare a ceasefire on its battle with inflation. They hiked by 25 basis points, we know, at the June meeting. They've locked in another 25 basis points, we think, in July. But we think that could well be the end of the hiking cycle within Europe. I think we're getting close to that terminal rate there. And then we think rates will be on hold through the course of this year and probably in the first half of next year. But then we've got 100 basis points of rate cuts coming coming through in the Eurozone during the course of the second half of 2024, taking rates back to a more neutral level. Mm. Um, uh, uh, The Biden microchip export ban, that's quite interesting, isn't it? I mean, that has spooked a lot of people, especially in the tech sector, companies like NVIDIA and AMD. They may have export problems to one of the biggest markets in the world. They may have real export problems. Now, think about China. China in the past has been this arena for state investment, this manufacturing powerhouse flooding the world with cheap goods. That's not the China of the future. China's going to be about developing domestic demand. It's becoming a high-tech, sustainable economy. Now, on the domestic demand side, they can manage that themselves. What we also know is in order to become this technology leader, they do need help from elsewhere. But there's a real battle taking place between these superpowers about how that process plays out. America appears to be concerned that China, if they were to make strong developments, that could impact them commercially, but also militarily as well. And I think that's where you're starting to see that conflict shining through. And we're always coming into this year, one of the risks to activity could be around an intensification of the trade wars. And this is part of that process. A lot of people thought that um, Biden would be a slightly more moderate voice uh, when it comes to the hawkishness that we saw from Donald Trump towards uh, China. But there are very few votes in it for Biden to be kind of soft on China. There are more votes if he looks as if he's a hard guy. Exactly right. Listen, there's a balance between economic pragmatism and, I think, 
understanding that we're coming towards another big election in the United States during the course of next year. And all eyes will be focusing on that. And how does that play domestically? What does it mean for security? And uh, how do they incorporate that in terms of that presidential process? Uh, I see Apple is moving towards being worth $3 trillion. Quite incredible stuff, isn't it? Listen, Apple's been a tremendous performer, as we know, during the course of this year. Shares, I think, are up around about 45% year-to-date. They've been trading up at record highs, making it the world's most valuable company. Technology companies we were just talking about have had a really good run. We know they're back in favour, particularly any of those that have got a whiff of AI. Apple, as we know, has been launching new products, particularly mm. its augmented reality headset. Three and a half thousand dollars, Hank. Looks I, I presume expensive. you've already bought yours. I haven't got mine yet. <laughs> uh, I'm waiting for the price to come down. Really understand what. But that, that's a very high price point, isn't it's it? It's a higher price point than many market and uh, participants were hoping for. And actually, you remember when they launched that, the shares came down a yeah, little bit did, because yeah. they were concerned about that. I think markets also getting perhaps excited about this next generation of products coming through. Some of those traditional products. So there's yet another reiteration of the iPhone coming, iPads, watches mm. and, and, and Macs as well. But also remember services is a big growth area for Apple. You see some really strong recurring revenue coming through mm. from that. That provides some stability I think for and the, the App company. Store of course is a total cash cow as well. Absolutely right. Yeah. Absolutely right. And alongside that we know they've had a mountain of cash. What have they been doing with that cash? They've been buying building, back their Building stocks. round buildings. This is true. They do a little <laughs> bit of that but they've also been buying back some of their stocks and that's been helping the performance. I suppose like many of the technology companies, the real question now is valuations. Apple trading on a 29 times forward price earnings ratio. Some people starting to say some of these technology companies, particularly those that have had the AI uh, sprinkle, are looking pretty expensive. Hank, thank you so much. Thank Pleasure. you, Val. Thank you very much, Hank Potts from Barclays Private Bank for coming in uh, to, to join. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk.